So, a quick introduction. Uh, my name is Steve, as Nicholas said. Um, I have been coming <coughs> on and off to this church for about 37 years. Yes. I don't know if that's going to report, but more to say, I'm sure many of you are shocked because I don't actually look that report. <laughs> uh, I come with my wife, uh, Steffi, and two beautiful daughters. very, very tiny, insignificant seed, and you can Google a mustard seed when you go home, extra homework, uh, being planted in the ground. And gradually this seed starts to grow, its, its roots start to develop, and it starts to go deeper. And as the day ends and a new one begins, this mustard plant is starting to grow. It's not something that happens overnight, but with the right soil, the right environment, uh, the light, the moisture, the plant will mature. And I don't know, mustard plants, you can, again, look when you go home, some of them can grow up to 1.8 meters in height. So from this really, really tiny seed, this huge plant grows. And um, this is a, a metaphorical depiction that Jesus is using in this parable to illustrate the growth and expansiveness of the kingdom of God from a seemingly tiny and insignificant seed. Another verse which I, I really like and has given me great encouragement over the years is from Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10. And it says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. And so this morning I want to talk to us about small beginnings. I want to share a brief part of my story with you. Um, when I was 20 years old, I needed to go and live in a Christian community called Battelle of Britain. Uh, Battelle uh, is a residential community that helps men and women with drug and alcohol problems and so you go and live there um, basically to get clean from your addiction and try and build your life back up and to you know I guess yeah get free and sort your life out and I don't have time to share all the story of how I ended up there but I want to share just a brief uh, part of my time there and so part of this community you would attend chapel you know because it's like Jesus can save you so these guys they're unbelievers we're going to just Give them chapel, 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 chapel. You'd have devotionals every morning. You'd have services three times a week. And so I used to go to the service and I'd sit down. You know, it'd be like a normal service. Someone would uh, play the guitar, sing a few songs. Someone would preach. And I used to just sit there like my arms folded, you know. Okay. Now, for some people, it was new and it was exciting because they'd never been to church before. So they're, wow, what's going on? You know, guys, their first day just jumping up and down, you know, getting carried away. And I'm just sat there thinking, I've seen this. I've done this. I've grown up in church. I've been to hundreds and hundreds of services. Uh, so again, week after week, I would sit there with my arms folded. And one time, there was a guy sat next to me, and he said, well, why don't you get up and sing? Why are you just sat there with your arms folded? And I said to him, listen, you know, I probably know more verses than the guy up there speaking. I know all of these songs. Spring Harvest, you know, in 99, I was there with my parents singing Shine, Jesus, Shine. 
But, you know, he challenged me. He said, why don't you just get up and sing? And so the next week, I felt, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing. And something very strange happened because I, at first I kind of mumbled the words. You know, I wasn't very confident, so I was just kind of half-heartedly singing the words. But actually, as I started to sing, a faith started to grow inside of me. And week after week, I became more confident to sing. And the more that I opened up and poured out my worship, the more I started changing. My life started to change. And for me, it was like a direct link to heaven. I would feel Holy Spirit speaking to me in the deepest places, revealing who I am, how God sees me, and what it is that Jesus has done for me on the cross. You know, I started to feel deeply loved by God, and I experienced that love, but in a life-transforming way. And all of this stemmed from that mustard seed. That day that I decided to sing, I believe uh, I planted a seed, or should I say that God planted a seed of faith in my life. And every time I went into that chapel, I felt like it was being watered and nurtured. And at the time, it seemed like a really insignificant moment. You know, I'm just going to stand up and sing the songs. But actually, I look back now and see that I had a hand in changing the entire course of my life. Isn't it amazing that God's kingdom dwells inside of us? In Luke 17, verse 20 to 21, Jesus says, The kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, See here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. From a seemingly insignificant seed of faith, God worked out his plan and grew his kingdom inside of me. How amazing is that? And it's the same for many of us here this morning. We can testify to that. God's kingdom inside of us, the hope of glory. And you see, this is not just my experience or your experience. The things of God often start with small beginnings, with small mustard seeds. And we see this in the Bible. Joseph had a few dreams which took him on a journey that led to the saving of the Israelites. David was a mere shepherd before becoming the king of Israel. And Daniel chose not to defile himself with the royal food, which in turn led to him becoming one of King Nebuchadnezzar's most trusted advisors. So I want to ask you today, what seeds need planting in your life in order to bring about more of God's kingdom? It may be saying yes to Jesus for the first time. Maybe you've dragged along to church with your parents. Maybe you're like me. And you're just listening to the songs. You're sat down with your arms folded. I would challenge you to just open up your heart today. It may be that you need to forgive somebody. And that seems insurmountable to you. It seems like this massive thing. But I would encourage you to plant that seed today. It may be getting help with an addiction that you have that gives you great shame or guilt. And you're holding it to yourself. Again, I would encourage you to plant that seed today. And it also may mean saying no to things that you know are not very good for you to enable God's kingdom to flourish in your life. Are you content with where you are or are you hungry for more? Because the creator of the entire universe is calling you by name and the invitation is for intimacy with him. And we can be encouraged today 
that is not giant leaps of faith or remarkable works that will make the difference. It is often us just making those steps towards God, those small mustard seeds and those small beginnings. In James chapter 4, verse 8, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And that's a promise. And you can say to God, okay, I'm drawing near to you. What are you going to do about it? And he will come (laughs) because he doesn't lie. So finally, how do we nurture this? I just want to share a couple of really basic pointers that we all know as more refreshers than anything else. How do we nurture those seeds in our lives? By spending time with Jesus, the spiritual disciplines, reading our Bibles, praying, worshipping, allowing the Spirit to challenge us in our lives. Spending time with others with faith, of faith. I think Richard shared a, a word a couple of weeks ago about there was a dead hedge and there was two really healthy parts of the hedge. And as those healthy parts of the hedge kind of grafted in, it revived and restored that hedge that was dying. Maybe that's a step you need to take today by putting yourself with other Christians where you're saying, actually, I'm struggling today. I need help. Maybe it's being patient in the waiting and not striving. Paul says in Philippians 1 verse 6, being confident of this, that he who has started a good work, he will carry it on to completion. Maybe, lastly, it's being accountable. Sharing life with someone we trust of faith who we can be accountable to. So to close, what seed does God want to plant in your heart today? Or are there seeds that have already been planted that you need to nurture? Remember this, God is committed to us as his children. He will bring his work to completion. And if we allow him to, his kingdom will continue to be established in our lives.